And being in, a, in an interracial relationship, I mean, these are conversations that we've been having for years, not necessarily with our kids, but with other people. I can't even count on both of my hands how many times I've personally had this conversation with the other white people, not in a negative way, um, but in a way of, you know, what's it like to be with a black guy or what's it like to be married to a black guy? And a lot of my interactions haven't been really negative. They've been, I'm going to say, truly based out of curiosity. Sometimes it gets annoying because sometimes depending on the... Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. So today is our Mindful Monday episode, but obviously I'm going to use this space and this platform to share um, what I hope some of you find helpful, just the way that I kind of um, am taking in things that are going on right now in the world and what I think is my best advice. It's so weird as I thought that this would be not you know, like when the quarantine hit and like blew up everybody's fucking plans, I thought, okay, did that. Now here we are again. Now, obviously what's going on right now with the Black Lives Matter movement touches much closer to home to me. <laughs> not that the quarantine didn't touch home to me, but the virus itself has not directly impacted my family. You know, I've talked about that constantly about um, you know, we're not healthcare workers and we can work from home. But for those of you who don't know me, this obviously does apply directly to my family and it impacts us. And it's definitely impacted some of the conversations that we've had to have in our house. And being in, a, in an interracial relationship, I mean, these are conversations that we've been having for years, not necessarily with our kids, but with other people. I can't even count on both of my hands how many times I've personally had this conversation with the other white people, not in a negative way, um, but in a way of, you know, what's it like to be with a black guy or what's it like to be married to a black guy? And a lot of my interactions haven't been really negative. They've been I'm going to say truly based out of curiosity, sometimes it gets annoying because sometimes depending on the person's intention, it can feel ignorant. So that's really what I wanted to do today was I wanted to offer a mantra, offer some advice, and offer my point of view on this. I've had some really amazing conversations with people lately who don't have similar experiences as me. And I really feel like that's the important thing here. So the mantra for this week is I can create change. I think that's a powerful affirmation for everybody to lean into this week because I know things feel super fucking heavy and I would go as far as to say it feels really hopeless and I think the more people wake up and the more people learn, at first, it might even feel more hopeless than they realized. Um, speaking, you know, from a place of white privilege, I think a lot of people are having these major aha moments on things that they never realized. And I think in turn, that creates a little bit of a hopeless feeling and people are scared that they can't create change. But I truly believe you can. 
And I really believe that the conversation and the education is the biggest piece of the change that we need to create here. And like I said, I had some conversations with people who were uncomfortable and they just happened to be perfectly positioned in my life at this point in their life um, for us to have those conversations. And what I think it comes down to ultimately is... A, our life experiences, right? We all have experiences with different things in life, right? And that was my main message to a lot of people is, you know, no, depending on what part of the country you live in and depending on your preferences and cultures and like the city you live in or wherever you grew up, you will have a different experience than the other person. And obviously in this um, reference point, I'm talking about your exposure to black people. And just to keep it straight up, I'm just going to say white and black people because I mean, that's literally the conversations that we're having now. Um, so that was a conversation I had with a lot of people is like, I personally don't know the black experience because I am a white woman. But I am married to a black guy and I do have mixed kids. So I do see things from a different point of view than just someone who would be in a same race marriage. And obviously those three people are hands down the most important three people to me in this whole world. So I definitely have a vested interest to try to offer, you know, points of views, education, uh, open space a safe space for conversation and that's what I really want to do with this platform and that's really what I do with this podcast today um so my biggest takeaway things that I am starting to realize is every decision we make and I realize it's just with myself with my own self-awareness journey every decision we make every thought or belief we have comes from our experience and how could it come from anything else than the life experience that we have at hand right the way you parent your kids the way you show up for work the way you dress everything is just based on your past experience on things that either you did that got you the results that you wanted things that you did that didn't get you the results you wanted and then the next layer is you don't know what you don't know right? So everything's based off of your experience. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. And this is where I really lean into telling people that you can create change by that, by being willing to share those experiences with an open heart. And everything I'm saying here and every bit of advice I have given everyone is everything you do in these conversations and in this time has to come from a place of love. The only way that we can create true change is if we do all of this from a place of love. So everything I say, I am saying with that is that when I share my experiences being in an interracial relationship or having mixed kids, and if I describe a situation, I will never do it not from a place of love. I'm just purely doing it from a place of experience to share an experience to open a conversation that maybe someone that doesn't have the same experience with me that would never have the same experience with me can begin to empathize. And I think if we show up with love, it creates a space for the person that we might be educating, learning, talking to, communicating with, can receive it um, with that same love and begin to empathize with it. Another piss poor example, because it's not the same thing, but I feel like if we rise it higher than race and we say like, you know, if you 
may or may not have ever had cancer, but if you are talking to someone who has and they're telling you their story and you're listening and you're truly engaged and they're explaining the struggle with to you or just explaining what life is like with cancer, you can begin to empathize with that even if you've never experienced it and learn from that, right? You can learn from that piece of knowledge that someone has shared from you and you can begin to form new thoughts, which then inform your beliefs. So this is what I'm saying is just show up, have conversations with the people closest to you and be open to listening to their experiences and be open to learning. The other piece of this for me and just like my experience is none of these conversations um, can come from a place of anger. I cannot show up to you and say, how do you not see this? Like, hello. Like, you know, I actually live an hour away from the home of the Confederacy. Like I went to college in the city that is the home of the Confederacy. There's so much um, stuff going on in that city that so many people had gotten blinded to. And this, the college I went to was a very forward art school, uh, very diverse. There was so much stuff there that I think people that live in that city had just gotten used to or blinded by or blinded to, right? So there's been a lot of shifting and changing and a lot of conversations. And the biggest piece for me is you can't show up with an attitude like, how do you not know that that statue is offensive? This is where I'm coming from and conversations that as a white person, I'm having with other white people saying, if I really want to try to shift someone's mindset, I can't say, hello, how can that not be offensive? <laughs> like, how do you not understand that there's education behind that? This is what this person represents. I know I have to show up to that conversation with a place of love and just say, okay, maybe they've never thought about it because they haven't had the same experience as me. That doesn't make them a bad person. It just means that maybe they just have some things that they have to learn. And that's the other thing I think that really holds us back as a society is we have a really, really hard time admitting when we're wrong. So if I approach someone with anger with how the fuck do you not know that this statue is offensive, they immediately will get on the defense and nobody's coming down off of that fence now because now I've offended them or I've put them on the defense. So no matter what I say, whether I'm wrong or right, or if I'm coming from it from a factual standpoint, they will not listen to me because now they're inside of themselves they're not even listening to what I say. They don't give a fuck about anybody but themselves in their current emotional state. So that's one thing I've learned just personally, like in my own marriage. If I'm on the defense, I'm not listening to anything my husband says, whether he's wrong or he's right. I don't care because now I'm already upset. I'm frustrated and I'm in my own fucking feelings. And the one thing that we are really, really fucking good at doing as humans is projecting our shit onto other people. So when you have these conversations with your kids, with your parents, with your neighbors, with people who, A, maybe they don't get it, um, maybe they've just kind of like ignored it, maybe they've just taken it at face value and this is the shit that they've just been fed their whole lives and they just never thought twice about it because they don't experience it. Try to just approach it from a space of love and knowing that 
if you want to spread love and you want to create the change that the people that you need to talk to need to be approached with that same love, even if you have differing views, because the only way you can penetrate them and get them to listen, or maybe they don't listen in that moment, but the only way your thoughts and your words and your beliefs will ring true with them even at a later time is if you... approach it with nothing but the right intention so that they can begin to think about it. Because when someone has to admit that they're wrong, it's a really hard space, no matter what they're wrong about, even if they are fucking wrong. As humans, we are not good at that. We're just not. So we have to show up and meet these people where they are at, not where we are at, where they are at, and come at them and approach them at their level with love and understanding to get them there. And obviously, I'm only talking about people that are willing to have the conversations, like your family members who aren't necessarily bad people. They just don't get it, maybe. And the other thing that I've experienced and encountered in this last week is talking to people who won't say things because they're scared that they'll say the wrong thing. And I think right now, I think we're done with that. I think we've watched celebrities over time, and especially with social media, get roasted and thrashed over the coals because they've made a wrong statement or they didn't really think through their words or they prioritized the wrong part of a sentence or something like that. But we weren't in a space like we are right now where we are truly, truly fighting for change. So I think right now everyone is in a space of offering people grace because we're finally starting to lift the veil a little bit and like look how fucked up and how systematic it is. It's not just purely driven by hate. There's a lot of systems that are in place that have created this that a lot of us weren't even paying attention to. So I think if you are willing to step into a space and say, look, I haven't ever said anything because I didn't want to say the wrong thing, but I do realize that change needs to happen. And like you've seen the Facebook post, I mean, the social media post, like, you know, I'm here to listen. I'm here to learn. I think that's really all people want right now is they just want to be seen and heard. And unfortunately, we had to get to this place before people would even begin to look at themselves and understand this. Um, I hope that we are really, really making some change in this space. But I think these are the key ways that you can create change in your own world and the people that you have access to. So just being open, approaching everything with love. And if you don't have experience with the Black experience, reach out to someone who does and learn from them and just try to empathize with them right? And just try to understand so you can educate yourself. And then obviously educate yourself and like read books. And there's so many resources on that. So I'm not going to go through that. I do need to post them on my Instagram. I've been laying super fucking low. But I will try harder to reshare some of those things right now. Um, So, you know, be open to experiences. Empathize with other people. If you feel comfortable um, talking to other white people that you feel like maybe don't have a experience as you or don't have the same openness as you do, just make sure you show up to them with love and not anger because I truly believe that's how we begin to change people's minds and that's how we create change. And don't be scared to say, I don't know what I don't know, but I want to be better so I can do better. Um, and I think anybody in this space will respect that and just ask questions. And I just believe if you do all three of those things from a place of love, 
nobody will hold you in a space. No one will be able to say that you did something wrong. Everyone will just respect and honor you for showing up in that space and just being yourself and speaking your truth. If your truth is, I just don't know any Black people. I've never experienced a Black culture because of where I live or whatever. That's your truth and nothing's wrong with that. You just have to say, Okay, so now my truth means I have to learn and experience other people's lives and try to see things through their eyes so that I can change and so I can do better. And that's okay if that's your truth. And then the other piece is it's okay to admit if maybe in the past you had some old beliefs that were fed to you that you no longer to believe. And it's okay to release that energy and say, okay, I learned from my mistakes. We are all here to learn from our mistakes. We've all fucked up in some way, some fashion, right? But as long as you're willing to say, like, I've learned from it, I forgive myself, and I'm moving on to be a better person to create the change that this world needs, that's all anybody can ask for. So I hope that some of this is encouraging to you if you feel like the world is kind of in a state of hopelessness. I hope that that made sense to you because I'm literally just talking off the top of my head. I have no fucking notes in front of me. I wanted to just approach this from my realist core self and just the experience that I have as a woman I, well, I don't know what black oppression feels like. I have felt oppression for being a woman. So I feel that I can empathize in that space. And I know that no matter who you are, oppression does not feel good. But I also know that I have a black daughter. So she will feel the oppression from all sides. But I also know that she holds the fucking power to create some major goddamn change. So I hope the world is ready. <laughs> And so do so many other little girls as well. And boys, too. I mean, obviously. And another thing I believe from where I sit as a woman is the people being oppressed cannot create the change by themselves. They need the oppressors to begin to rise up and ally with them. And I think that's why you see so much of that in that word. Be I think there's a lot of power in that because I know as a woman, I could not create the change that we need to see. Like for me, like say in a corporate environment space, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done in corporate environments. There's not enough women at the table, right? There's not enough women in the C-suite. But without the man that's already there helping women and saying, okay, I see you, I recognize you, and you deserve to sit at the table beside me, we won't get there. And I respect and I honor that piece of it too. And I think everybody else does. And I'm not trying to make this about women. Again, I can only speak from my experience in that space. So I hope that this... Um, finds each of you well. I hope that this inspires each of you to know that just by having conversations in your house, just by having conversations with your parents, just by having conversations with your grandparents, uncles, cousins, friends, school friends, whatever the fuck it is, that you can create change and that you can spread that love. Because if everybody is committing to having those conversations with their circle, imagine how widespread that can eventually get. Like if I inspire my kids or my friends, then my friends go inspire five of their friends. And then that keeps going and going and going. At least we've created some kind of a fucking change. And I think right now that's all we can ask for in our personal spaces if 
you are not at a place where you feel comfortable going out and protesting. I mean, maybe you physically can't. Maybe you have a new baby, you know. Whatever that space looks like for you, don't feel like there's not work that you can do with the people that are closest to you. And those are the people that love and respect you the most. And those are the people that will listen to you. So use that platform and use it to spread love so we can live in a better place and that our kids have, you know, a brighter future. And I know shit sucks so bad right now, but I'm really trying to hold space for sometimes we have to hit fucking so rock bottom before we can realize how bad things are so we can fix them. And I really, really hope this is the last time that we really have to see this level of frustration. And I don't want to use the word hate, so madness, um, to create that change that we need so sorely. Um, Maybe it's the optimist in me, but I really do feel like big, big change is coming. So I hope you guys find this helpful. I hope that this mindful Monday mantra of I can create change resonates with you. And um, I addressed this in my private Facebook group, but if anybody has any further questions or doesn't know where to go or needs more resources, let me know reach out to me on Instagram, Messenger, whatever. I am more than happy to be completely open and share any piece of knowledge that I have. Um, You guys know my goal in life is to show up as my truest self in that moment. Um, So I will always respect anyone who does that as well. And I will not be offended by any question. And no question is stupid. So Please, that for me is a way I feel like I can create changes by using this platform to reach as many people as I can and to inspire as many people as I can to be the best that they can be because ultimately that's what I'm trying to do with this space. So as you prepare for this next week, hopefully we've already begun to see some change in our worlds. But if we have not, it is our responsibility to begin to create the change that we want to see. So I hope you guys have a great week and thank you so much for holding and creating this space with me today.